0: Welcome to Diversity Matters, the show about diversity, equity, and inclusion at Ireland Home-Based Services. I'm your co-host, Jennifer Wells.
1: And I'm your other co-host, Susanna Levas. Before we begin the official podcast, we're going to tell you a little bit more about ourselves. Jennifer and I are the EECs of the company. If you don't know what that stands for, it's Employee Engagement Coordinator. I'm from Region 10, and I have been with the company for five years now. I like to spend my free time working on puzzles or going on bike rides, rollerblading, playing frisbee golf, or having a bonfire. I am Mexican, but I did grow up in the United States, and I was raised in a small town for most of my life.
0: I am from Region 13, and I've been with the company for almost a year now. I spend a lot of my time either outside or reading. I personally love hiking, taking my dogs for walks, playing volleyball, kayaking, and camping. I grew up all over the United States, and I have moved over 30 times. I did not experience any form of exclusion based on my skin color as I grew up, but I did experience exclusion due to my family dynamic and socioeconomic
1: status. To start the podcast, we want to tell you the mission statement for the DE&I Committee, and that is working together to build a diverse, equitable, and inclusive environment for all. Jennifer, do you want to tell them how we came up with the mission statement? Absolutely. We came up with the mission statement as a team. We talked
0: about what we wanted together as a committee, and then I was able to pull all of those ideas together into one statement. Before we get started, we wanted to restate that the goal of this podcast is to talk about topics surrounding diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how they influence us during our roles while working at IHBS including our interactions with clients, coworkers, leadership, and IHBS as a whole. We want to talk about the things you want us to talk about and what is happening in the news in our country at the moment. In order to talk about your interests or areas of concerns, we have to know them. So please voice your interests or concerns in the forum that is under the DE&I section on
1: Casewind. This podcast is not going to be perfect, and it's not going to change everything immediately, but it is a starting point or an environment of inclusion. You may agree or you may disagree with us and that is okay. Part of inclusion is the fact that not everyone will agree, react, or even act in the same way. This podcast is meant to be a conversation starter for all of us as a company and a team to grow in our weak areas and to help team members in our strong areas. For this episode, We are going to talk about
0: a form of diversity that we may encounter both in our personal lives and our work environment. And this is the LGBTQ plus community. We also wanted to preface this podcast by saying that we used HealthyChildren.org and the Trevor Project for our resources and statistics in this episode.
1: As mentioned, in this episode, we are going to talk about a form of diversity that we may encounter both in our personal and our work environments. We are going to talk about what terms to use when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community and our privacy rules at IHBS and how to help others come out and also how to be accepting of someone coming out. So
0: let's kind of begin with terms and definitions so that we are all on the same page throughout this discussion. As stated by Healthy Children... Our sexual behavior is not the same as our sexual orientation. Sexual orientation is defined as whether a person is attracted to a person of the same sex or different sex. This attraction can be sexual, romantic, or even
1: emotional. Moving forward, this is where the term straight or heterosexual, gay, or homosexual, bisexual, and lesbian come into play. So straight is when you have sexual or romantic feelings for people of the opposite gender, while gay is when you have sexual or romantic feelings for someone of the same sex. Bisexual is a term used to describe people who have sexual or romantic feelings for both men and women, and lesbian is a term used for women who have sexual or romantic feelings for other women. A statistic to remember is that 10% of the population is estimated to be gay or heterosexual. Homosexual is not a mental disorder or an illness, And no one knows what causes someone to be straight, gay, or bisexual. Homosexuality is not a phase and should also not be treated as a phase. Exactly.
0: This then brings us to talking about whether a person identifies as a man, woman, binary, non-binary, or agender, also referred to as genderless. Binary is when people identify as being both a man or a woman. Non-binary is a term that refers to people who don't identify as either a man or a woman.
1: Another term to learn is gender expression. This describes the way in which a person presents themselves, which does include our physical appearance. This could be the type of clothing that we wear, the colors we wear, or how we wear our hair even. Gender expression is all about how. How you want to present yourself.
0: It is important not to assume that the way someone moves, talks, or dresses is an indication of how they identify their gender. This is an area where you might have an implicit bias or a bias that is uncontrollable or reflexive. It is important to self-reflect and determine whether or not you have a bias in this area. Be willing enough to see this bias and then use this opportunity for your own growth. There are a million ways to express ourselves, and we should not hinder others in their self-expression with
1: our own outlook, comfort level, or bias. So then this brings us to the topic of transitioning. Transitioning can refer to any social, legal, and or medical steps that individuals can take to affirm their gender identity or gender expression. Remember that not everyone will want to take the steps to transition, and that is also perfectly okay. Exactly. Some people may
0: only want to change the pronouns they use or wear different clothing. There is no right way to be your true gender. Each person gets to decide how or if they want to transition. You should not question someone on how they choose to express themselves or if they want to transition.
1: Now that we have talked about the different terms to use when it comes to the LGBTQ community, we're going to move forward by discussing how we can help someone who is going to come out, wanting to come out, considering to do so. Remember that there is no right or wrong way to come out, and it is important that each person do it at their own pace and their own time. Now, coming out has become easier for
0: some people, but this is not the case for everyone. It has become more of a norm for someone to be part of the LGBTQ plus community as the years have passed by. In some circumstances, it is even safer to come out, but this can still be a very challenging process for some. In some circumstances, it is safe to come out, but this can still be a very challenging process for some to do and we must be prepared to allow our clients as comfortable an environment as possible.
1: A simple way to begin the trust building process is to ask each client how they would like to be referred to or ask what their pronouns may be. This seemingly simple act can open the door for trust and build a rapport necessary for your client to feel safe and supported. We must also remember IHBS's policy regarding client disclosure. Our policy states that we are to protect client confidentiality and not share this information with parents, placements, or schools, etc. unless we have permission from the client themselves. We are to staff with our team leader in order to determine communication with FCMs and we are not to document this information in the case note unless there is a concern regarding abuse, neglect, placement, removal, or reunification. There is a practice guide on dcs.in.gov to further guidance. There are many other
0: ways to let kids or adults know that it is okay to come out. You can help them by telling them who they can trust or talk to, and you can also help them with resources to find a safe place to go for help. Everyone gets to decide who they want to come out to and when they get to come out. It can be a complete stranger or someone they trust. It is easier to come out to someone in your life who already supports and encourages you. You can also advise someone to come out to a number of different people. Some people to consider opening up to include parents, close friends or family, a pediatrician, other people of the LGBTQ community, a spiritual advisor such as a minister or priest, a teacher, school counselor, or other adult mentor. You can also look into getting help from a support group. We can help our clients find support groups to go if needed. The biggest thing to consider when discussing who to come out to is safety. If the individual is not comfortable coming out to their parents or placement, the reason should be explored. If it is a safety concern, we might need to do some digging and problem solving to ensure a safe environment for our client.
1: Make sure to let people know it is okay to be nervous and that they need to take it at their own pace. Reassure them that this is their decision. They are the ones that need to make the decision whether or not to come out and to not let anyone talk them into doing something they don't want to do or are not ready for. This is a personal decision. Also keep in mind that family and friends may need to take some time to process what has been told to them. They may not appear to be supportive or encouraging at first. Stand by your client during this time and remind them that this is a big life event that may take a little time for others to be a hundred percent on board with. Again, Always pay attention for safety concerns and address any that arise, and we will be willing to discuss that here in a moment. Now let's talk about some different ways to come out. Yes, coming out can be done in a variety of different ways. The key is to pick the way that makes you feel the most safe. You don't have to meet with someone face-to-face in order to come out. Coming out can be as simple as texting someone
0: or sending them an email. If you want to be more personal, you can call them on the phone or sit down. Some other options that are available are writing a letter or using social media platforms. You can send private messages or even post on your story.
1: When it comes time to come out, a person may decide to take time to prepare for what they want to say. If it is hard, you can advise them to write it down ahead of time, giving them a script to follow. If a person has already come out to someone like a friend, neighbor, or a doctor, but
0: is struggling to come out to someone else, like a member of their family, a certain friend or co-workers, you can advise them to practice first. They can use the people who already know to help practice what they will say. It might be helpful to talk about both good and bad outcomes as they may not know how they will react.
1: You can also advise someone to try to have this conversation in a place that they feel safe in. It is important to feel safe and welcome where you choose to have this discussion. For children of school age coming out, it is important to keep safety and wellness in mind. You can create a safety plan around coming out. Some may even want to consider a backup plan on where they can eat and sleep if they believe that coming out may be taken negatively. The Trevor Project does have a list of resources that we can look with our clients to help them find both local and online help.
0: Now we are going to talk about how others may react to someone coming out to them. One safety should always be considered when it comes time to coming out. It is important to remind those coming out that the way others
1: react is in no way their fault. As stated before, it is important to remember that this is not a phase. We are going to use coming out to a parent as our example, but everything we talk about can be used for anyone that a person could be coming out to. Child and parent relationships may be the hardest for children, so it'll be our main focus of our discussion. When coming out to a parent,
0: it is important to realize that the parent may feel guilty when their child opens up to them. Parents need to be reminded that it may have been very hard for their children to open up to them. Your child needs you, so you shouldn't reject them. Parents should remember to take a deep
1: breath and think. They shouldn't assume that this is only temporary or that it will pass. Remember, it's okay to readjust the dreams that you had for your child. You don't have to get rid of them completely. Some parents may need to readjust the negative stereotypes that they may have about the LGBTQ community. Your child is still your child. The only thing that has changed is your knowledge of their sexual preference. Parents can talk to other parents.
0: Go to support groups. Talk to their child's pediatrician or a counselor rejecting the child is not a good response. It is already difficult for your child to come out and your
1: child needs you during this time. Rejecting them could cause more harm to the child. One thing we need to remember is to remind parents that children may come out at an earlier age than they expected. According to the Trevor Project, the average age for children to start identifying as gay, lesbian, or bisexual is 12. Parents may be able to recognize that they are different at an early age However, they may not know what is different that they are feeling. It may help a parent
0: to hear the news from their child and then ask for time to reflect. This can give a parent the time to accept the news. They can research the next steps to take or what to say to their child. You can advise parents that it is most important for them to listen and support their child.
1: Parents may need reminding that they did not do anything wrong because there is nothing wrong with their child. There is nothing that a parent could have done differently either.
0: Well, that wraps up the first episode of Diversity Matters. Thank you all so much for listening. We encourage you guys to share your stories. If you have any experience in this area, please submit them to Susanna and I. We would love to hear them and love to be able to increase our own knowledge base. To recap this episode, we talked about the LGBTQ plus terms and definitions. We talked about Ireland's policies regarding LGBTQ clients, as well as coming out or having someone come out to you. If you take anything away from this episode, let it be this. We as a team have a unique opportunity to be gatekeepers for a lot of our clients, and their safety should be our top priority. Whether it is being supportive when they come out to us, aiding them in coming out to others, or helping them find resources and support groups, we must remain focused on their best interest and their safety.
1: Make sure to check out the announcements for all of our up-and-coming shows. We do want to have a guest on the show, so please let us know if you're interested, especially if you have worked with a client that did come out to you as per- being part of the LGBTQ community. If you want to follow up on questions or advice, please contact us via email or the forum on Case One. If you want to submit a request for up and coming topics, please send us an email for that as well. We can't wait to hear from you.